Hey guys, have you heard about Anchor? It's the best place to start your podcast journey from. So, in case you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain and give give you give you guys more information about Anchor. It's free. There's a there's creation tools that allow you to record and and edit your podcast right from your phone or or computer. Anchor will d- distribute the podcast for you so that it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more such prominent platforms. We can we as podcasters can also make money from our podcast with minimum uh, listenership. You don't need to build a huge listener base to make money out of a podcast. And simply put, it's everything you need to make a podcast all in just one place or in one platform and most importantly i would urge everyone listening to cricket unplug to download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm that is anchor a n c h o r .fm to get started on your podcasting journey thank you Welcome to Cricket Unplugged, a podcast on cricket, the game of glorious uncertainties, where we talk about the nuances and subtleties of the game, the beauty of the game, the players who make us remember the game, and the stuff which we long for every time. So, on the last few episodes, we have been really thinking about, you know, wanting to bring in some change uh, into our podcast. Uh, so this episode we are going to talk uh, something a little bit different a little bit uh, a little bit of a research had also gone into while uh, making this podcast and we really understood that there were a lot of lot of instances in this particular episode which uh, even we personally never knew or never had come across or probably never even remembered Yes, in our uh, latest episode, we will be talking about a limited overs tournament, which was uh, held in India for a period of about 20 years. But now, uh, due to various reasons, probably uh, uh, we will be elaborating in the end part of this uh, podcast, uh, has been discontinued. Uh, yes, it's the Challenger Series, the Challenger Tournament, which later on came to be known as the NKP Salve Trophy, after the great Indian cricket administrator. So, um, for the uninitiated, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a cricket series. I'll give you a small brief. It actually started in the 94-95 season with uh, the India, India A and India B. And uh, the very first edition was won by the senior team, India Seniors team, which was led by Azruddin. And uh, that particular season uh, was uh, extremely colorful because it almost had almost all of the Indian players uh, which were in the main Indian team uh, playing that time. Let, for say, Tendulkar, Ganguly, Dravid, Kumble, Srinath, Prasad, uh, Asuruddin himself, and Lord uh, Ajay Jadeja. So 
all of these players did play that tournament so necessarily when it started off it was a very very high profile tournament and uh, on that strong basis the tournament did gain enough momentum and it was uh, almost one of the very high profile tournaments in limited overs circuit in the indian uh, domestic circuit along with the the other uh, trophy and the vijay hazare trophy but then slowly it uh, lost its way and uh, later on uh, in 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 about uh, 10 to 12 seasons down the line not many senior players played the format uh, citing the busy international schedule especially with uh, t20s odis and test matches everything jam packed in every tour and uh, slowly it uh, rather became a kind of a platform for the uh, the next set of players who are continuously banging the doors trying to get into the indian cricket team so uh, the last edition was actually held about 6 uh, 7 years back it was in the 2013 14 season and uh, if i am not wrong it did not have many names uh, apart from the fact that virat kohli played and he actually captained one of the uh, teams then yeah. i don't think interna- many international cricket playing indians did play that season so uh, in today's episode we will be remembering a few unforgettable moments in the series in what little we got in those series and uh, mm. it's uh, uh, let's say it's it's a moment from a very high profile series on to probably a series which was a platform uh, for lesser players i mentioned as i mentioned and, uh, and now a, a tournament does not which does not even exist the complete metaphor metamorphosis of uh, uh, the challenger series will be going through rakhav hi yeah. hi hi so uh, yes rakhav i know you are really excited to share a lot of information which you really had come across uh, uh, while doing a lot of research regarding the same yes. uh, so please yeah so as you said it was a very high profile tournament and it was very uh, i would say unique concept in its own because when you are growing up in the early 2000s and mid 2000s so i frankly didn't know about many of these players so i knew there was a 15 16 players who were part of the indian team but i didn't know the next crop of players so only later on we came to know there was uh, ranji then there was india a tours and there are very dear trophies so slowly we started to learn new new tournaments and at that age we wanted to know who's the next next in line so it was a very energetic and uh, uh, exploring phase of indian cricket i think i think this was a really good concept and uh, more than I think on a personal front it actually very poignant and very important series especially two years 2005 and 2006 so for one reason i saw all the matches of 2005 and 2006 season live from start to finish so that is one reason why that stays in my mind the most but more importantly there is a back story to that particular season especially the 2006 season so as you are t- talking about favorite moments i won't say the favorite moment of the challenger series but in 2006 we had the epic fallout of saurav ganguly and greg chappell 
when they uh, Ganguly had to be thrown out of the captaincy of the Indian team and uh, for what he did for Indian cricket from 2001 to 2006 everybody knows India went and uh, beat England in England beat Australia in Australia of course they didn't win any test series in in, in his tenure but Indian cricket transformed under his uh, captaincy and this is something we have already discussed in one of our earlier earlier episodes so yes. i won't go, go into too much uh, too much detail on that that front here but uh, at that particular point in the 2006 series challenges series it was a phase where ganguly was dropped from all forms of the game so of course that time there was no 2020s around the corner so only test matches and odis so he was dropped from both the teams and article in hindustan times so while while i was doing extensive uh, research for this particular episode i i chanced upon an article which says do or die and it says saurav ganguly's last chance of making it back so that really was it hit a nerve we can say in my on a personal front because i i knew i knew what happened at him people i really Well, from an Indian cricket team perspective, people who I really admire and like, like Saurav Ganguly, Zaheer Khan, for a matter, Irfan Patan, everybody's question, everybody's mind, and everybody's doubts were at its peak in the 2005-6 Challenger series. So 2005 Challenger series is when uh, Irfan Patan came through as a batsman, shockingly, not as a bowler. So that was. one of the great chapels many many uh, dramatic changes he he made he pushed irfan to bat at number 3 and in the challenger series in 2005 irfan patan hit a hit a hit a 100 as well so but this season as i said 2006 ganguly made it and he had no other option but to prove himself all all over again despite uh, playing for india for 10 years at that time and captaining india and he played and the way the fanfare around the challenger series was something which was not been there i don't think in any other any other season of this particular series and uh, same the same season is where my favorite knock from this series has come so it was by there are two knocks actually one came in uh, from a relatively unknown batsman who was in the team which played under Virat Kohli's captaincy in the under 19 world cup tanmay srivastav so up up lad so he hit 103 so so that was one knock which stays in my mind because he was up against playing for india b he was up against some big names like at that time so this is again i i would i like to uh state for the record at that time 2005 the bowlers like munaf patel vrv singh ramesh pawar so and mudli kartik so these are big names so for a 17 year in such circumstances was pretty pretty special i felt so that was one knock but the knock which uh-huh. stays in my mind is Sachin Tendulkar's for India Blue versus India Green. Uh-huh. 
like among other names so why, why did you put sachin so the back story to that is before this series india were preparing for the 2006 champions trophy which was held in india where i think it's very famously known for the uh, celebration post the post australia winning the tournament where david martin pushed off sarah power from the stage so so that series so before that india were going through a rough patch in the one day one day setup where dhoni had just made his inroad as a a swashbuckling one down batsman with long hair and all that and uh, ganguly was on his way out dravid came in as a captain lot of negativity was spreading around indian cricket and around that time is when sachin tendulkar had a severe uh, tennis elbow injury and i was actually in europe in 2005 6 in that time with my family for a vacation and i saw sachin tendulkar with his family including including ajit tendulkar yeah. in in disneyland paris and i was a young 13 14 year old i didn't have the guts to go and even take his autograph my father had to help me out because i was shell shocked i couldn't believe that sachin was like 500 meters away from me so so I, he he took he i clearly remember he told us a big cricket fan and sign so sachin was more than happy and then my father actually went to and asked him like how come here so he's like no i had a severe uh, tennis elbow uh surgery done in london and this come your post the surgery with the family to get some family time so so this series the 2006 and the series was sachin's return to cricket post the post the surgery so it's special for me on two friends one i met the man in uh, disneyland paris so <laughs> not many people can boast that they have met sachin tendulkar in live and in flesh as a call so that is one second is the knock itself was majestic and is among the few knocks we had the opportunity to to visit in uh, youtube actually when you, when you have a closer look not many thing not many highlights are there online on the series so it was a really good knock filled with lot of boundaries and uh, uh, thing and then it was a kind of a statement because i remember even prior to the 2006 that article about saurav ganguly and same thing was the they had actually questioned sachin tendulkar's intention oh i don't remember exact word used in the new in the media but they said that he was trying to prioritize uh, records over the team over india's team and at that time i think if i am not wrong they actually approached him to be the captain because of the fallout between ganguly and uh, chapel they actually asked him to be the captain and then he backed out by saying it's not the right thing for indian cricket then did led to a really bad uh, spat in the media as well so, so there's a lot of things running in his head so for him to come out in a domestic tournament like this and stamp his authority in true true sachin tendulkar fashion it is still etched in my mind among the best knocks and one more trivia about this knock is in the 2005 season piyush savla got got sachin out to googly for 
So in the 2006 season, Sachin hits Pius Sabla for 21 runs in the first over. Six, <laughs> six, four, dot, dot. So you have, and then four, and then and a four of a, I think reverse sweep. I think I need to go back and check the highlights. But he did play a reverse sweep as well. So it remains special in my mind for significance it holds. And of course, I brought up Tanmay Sivasu. So I did go through the other uh, unknown players who have made that mark. But I think I wanted to stress the importance of Challenger Series by uh-huh. bringing up a name as big as Sachin and even Sarabhangri uh-huh. because it was considered the breeding ground to make it back into the Indian team or for youngsters uh-huh. to shine. So that's why I brought up two very prominent names in the sport as I think, not only only Indian cricket. So in my uh, favorite knocks as well. Mm-hmm. Yes, Raghav. Uh, so of course, uh, nothing uh, which is pertaining to the god of cricket can ever be redundant. It is. It is always mm. holding a special foot in the minds of all of us cricketers. Uh, I mean, by chance, uh, I was also uh, going through a few of the uh, innings which were played by these uh, uh, players and. I saw a very, very uh, unique name there uh, that was Shiv Sundar Das. And uh, in 2000, I think in 2001 season in the final, It was a very initial phase, I think, where uh, Shivasundar Das, I think he was just a 20-year-old, 19-20-year-old that time. He was trying to uh, get into the Indian test side. If not, he had just uh, been into the uh, squads. And uh, uh, I think this uh, ODI century, which uh, he scored uh, that too in the final of the Challenger Series tournament, really caught the eye of the selectors. And uh, for a brief span of time, uh, immediately after that, uh, the tour to Sri Lanka and the tour to South Africa, they had actually included Shivasundar Das in the ODA yeah. squad also. But uh, unfortunately, he could not reap many uh, games out of it. He could not uh, score. He scored not much in uh, any of those uh, tournaments, which really, you know, uh, stopped his uh, for a further for into the limited overs Indian side and another innings which mm-hmm. uh, I saw was that of Pujara he scored a 158 not out of not many balls and uh, that was that was against uh, that was in 2013 uh, 14 season uh, and mm-hmm. uh, he was just fresh off that uh, double century which he scored against I think uh, England famously and even against uh, mm-hmm. another high score against New Zealand in India. In the test matches, and uh, this this was a brilliant innings. And I was seeing the news, they uh, the the commentary on Quick Info, and uh, they had about 110 runs to uh, win of the last 10 overs, and uh, he really got them close. They almost lost it by uh, four or five runs in the end. They were chasing 335 odd, and uh, Pujar single-handedly scored about 60 runs of 30 balls in the last 10 overs or something. So it was. 
monumental effort by somebody uh, whom yeah. we associate only mm-hmm. with uh, top class grind out test cricket so the challenger trophy has also given us some mm-hmm. really brilliant uh, uh, and uh, different innings in that manner so talking about spells mm-hmm. uh, rakha i'm sure you would also come across such different kinds of spells you mentioned about uh, piyush chawla uh, one thing i want to say is that uh, in, right. in that same series uh, i think uh, piyush chawla and even shrishant had dismissed uh, sachin tendulkar and uh, yes. both of them both shrishant and piyush chawla had uh, uh, repeatedly mentioned that more than a good performance in the challenger series it was actually the fact that they took sachin's wicket that really caught the eye of that the selectors is what uh, yes, they yes. you you cannot yeah, really i decide. could add uh, one more claim to it that is bhuvneshwar uh, kumar he also got uh-huh. he also got sachin out of the first ball uh-huh. in challenger series and in a ranji trophy season when bhuvneshwar kumar was just starting out for uh-huh. up he got sachin out of the first ball uh-huh. all teams is something which was his claim to fame mm-hmm. so only srishant and chawla even somebody who is very much part of indian setup now bhuvneshwar mm-hmm. kumar reaped all the benefits just by getting sachin out across formats i guess once mm-hmm. in the ranji and then once in this in the in the challenge series so pretty mm-hmm. okay. yes raghav if you want to continue on that i mean uh... that's interesting the fact about bhuvnesh i'm really sure he would have given a good out swinger mm-hmm. or an in swinger that's so uh, are there more instances like that yeah. are there more such uh, good bowling spells in the trophy so mm, not i don't remember much of any particular instance but i do remember that uh, in 2008 season there was a spell by pravin kumar where he had a spell of five overs two for one mm-hmm. so in chennai in chennai overs mm-hmm. so something like this, something flabbergasting almost like five overs four four maidens mm-hmm. two wickets and just one run so i mm-hmm. think it was a time when india were also looking to expand their bowling strength and uh, no doubt pravin kumar made the most of this because in, if i in my memory serves me yes in 2007 yeah not 2008 it is a 2007 season of the challenger mm-hmm. series where he got 5 for 45 mm-hmm. and the wickets he took were some pretty big ones like pujara mm-hmm. patan and this is yusuf patan who made it to the indian team around all mm-hmm. the time all rounder then manoj tiwari was at his peak for 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 bengal and then he finished off the tail as well one of patel and uh, the fifth wicket was of pankaj singh another mm-hmm. stalwart of indian indian domestic scene so it coincided so this particular season is where pravin kumar was a new swing master or the the bowler who bhuvneshwar kumar is now for kohli's kohli's team who can swing the ball on on any turf kind of thing so this series plus a very good 2007 8 ranji season for 
UP. In uh-huh. short, Pravin Kumar made it to the Indian team. So same uh, scenario where you have Yashwin Pati Balaji uh, uh-huh. creating waves in the 2003 season. So this is after the World Cup where India lost out to Australia. So they are looking uh-huh. for uh, probably a replacement for Srinath who had hung up his boots. So, uh-huh. so here we have a 21-year-old uh, lad from Tamil Nadu and he rocked, uh, literally rocked the domestic season there for, for Tamil Nadu. And then he took that into the Challenger Series where he was playing for India. So it was India, India A, India B in the 2003 season. So for India, he took a 5 for, five for 38 in 8 overs. So that actually is my favorite spell from the series because I have followed many ballers' growth pre and post the Challenger Series. So Balaji is the most obvious uh, choice when it comes to making the right noises because that time deliver the uh, select the head of selectors I don't I think Dilip and Sakar I'm not sure I don't want to give a name I'm not sure of who's the head of the national selecting company he was watching the game live in uh, Nagpur when this ha- was happening and and Balaji took the wickets of all the top order, the four people in top order, like Gautam Gambhir, Asim Zafar, Mahmoud Kef, and uh, Sridhar Sriram. So you can argue that Sridhar Sriram was not the, among the best going around, but if you look at Asim Zafar's first class record, what Gautam Gambhir did for India across formats and Mahmoud Kef as well, you know that this bowler has some skill in him. So he made the right, right noises. So post that, Coincidentally, the next series after India played was the Chances series. Uh, Balaji's name was there. In the theaters, I think, home one-day series against against uh, West Indies where he made his debut. And if I'm not wrong, he made his debut in in, uh, in his home ground, Chapak. I remember he got tongued by Chris Gale as well. It was not a very auspicious beginning for him. But as I brought up earlier, this series was something very big. National selectors were keenly watching for uh, future stars. So, and of course, he had established players who wanted to make the make the right noise by saying that we are still there and we can do things for Indian cricket. So, don't uh, rule us out as yet. So, they wanted to make a strong statement. But this was one brilliant spell. And one more which comes to my mind is somebody who played in uh, 2000 to 2002 for India, Sarandeep Singh. Uh-huh. So, Afi was not, my opinion, not that great a baller, but uh, in the so, 2002 so. season, he made the right noises where he picked up some big names at, at that time, like uh, upcoming Mohamed Kef, who was on his prime, I think, in that time. This is yeah. connected yeah. Deepak Bandula, a very prolific batsman. I just look at his stats for uh, for uh, MP Madhya Pradesh State. He is a pretty good player. We, right? so, and also uh, mentioned about him during our podcast on the unforgotten uh, Renji Trophy Giants in India. Yes, yes. So that's so. This again, if you look at it, this spell. The, this was a phase when uh, India were looking for. 
a backup spinner for uh, Harpajit Singh because Harpajit Singh had a so what do you call mo- monumental series against Australia in 2001, but he had a severe injury, and even Kumble was going through some injuries. So they they were India were on a, I think not a hunt as such, but they wanted a third a third spinner for both of them yeah. in I, at least at least one days. If not yes. test matches, I think test matches they are pretty clear. Was Kumble and uh, Baji who will take it forward. But one day as they wanted a backup spinner, and I think Sarandeep Singh was part of the Indian one day setup for few years. If I'm not wrong, I think mm. he played mm. 40-50 games. So I, I think also this, remember uh, yeah. a test match in which he had, uh, if I'm not wrong, uh, dismissed uh, Michael Vaughan handled the ball. So he is one of the very few players wow. uh, that was in a test match in India, I believe. And uh, he also took a few wickets in that innings, three or four, uh, if I remember it correctly. And also the season I uh, you're talking about, I think uh, uh, Sarandeep Singh did win the Player of the Tournament award also in that particular series. Okay, yeah, I'm not, <laughs> I I didn't know that, but yeah, I, I won't be surprised because when yeah. I look at the stats. In that particular season, he has got around 10, 10 scalps in four games. Yeah. So I think it yes. makes it tallies up. Yeah. <laughs> so. So, uh, Raghav, uh, we have discussed the uh, different innings and the. Uh, uh, spells which have uh, been there in the uh, tournament but unfortunately we have noticed that there have been a lot of changes uh, recently in the beginning when the tournament started as I mentioned the stalwarts did play and then slowly due to injuries and then with the uh, uh, permissions from the board few people uh, really stood out and then again it also formed a platform for a few players like you mentioned earlier Ganguly and Tendulkar really performed well in the Challenger series to essentially get back into the Indian team. And uh, later on, uh, with uh, many other stages, uh, international stages also uh, coming into the picture, it slowly uh, lost its sheen on being the mm-hmm. flag bearer of the uh, limited overs tournament in India. And I think uh, after 2013-14 season, they have not even conducted uh, any series yeah. uh, at all. Uh, um, do you think that uh, it should have been continued? Do you, what do you feel? Do you think that uh, such a series uh, should have uh, really kept on going? Uh, you, you, you know that uh, probably 16 or 17 players are always in the fray to play the uh, international game for India. And the other uh, 16 or 17 players who get to be involved in this match are gaining absolute, uh, absolutely a different kind of expo- exposure altogether. Especially if a lad who is 18 or 19, he will, he will, he will consider that is a mm. really the moment of his life. But now we don't have that uh, in uh, uh, that tournament at all, or any tournament uh, in such a yeah. way, isn't it? Yeah, that's true. It's, it's. Uh, I think. Uh... I would say it's pretty sad that it's no, it's almost defunct. No, I don't think 
this is uh-huh. going to bring it back and uh-huh. i personally feel they should have continued because it's a tournament if you look at its uh, past history it's conducted in one week so i don't see where the issue with the time and it's not spread up across weeks like vijay vijay jazare trophy or a sayed mustaqari tournament which requires oh. players to commit about 1 to 2 months of their time and which is very oh. important for them as a uh, benchmark uh, for, ex- for example sayed mustaqali is very important for uh, ipl teams to record for the back up so you have the main star 15 players who will play in your squad but you need backup indian players as well if the big stars get get injured midway so that yes. tournament art plays a very important role so you have classic example is krunal pandya surakumar yadav they are stalwarts of said said musa kali tournament and now mm-hmm. they are doing really good for mumbai indians so and even surakumar yadav is considered next uh, in for a spot in the t20 team as well for india so antural pandey has already gone to play for india so that sort of thing i think they should have continued because you cannot expect a domestic player who has played in virtually empty stadiums through the ranji uh, season and even vijay vijay hazare trophy which thankfully gets a telecast at least on star sports now mm. so at least you have the tv audiences seeing the next in line so that's where i clearly may i clearly remember spotting dev that particular for the first time means i am from bangalore myself but i didn't know there's a player called dev that particular but in the last <laughs> vijay azare trophy when he was playing for karnataka is when i got to know that there is this talented left handed opening batsman so it is very important i am because i think all the focus and attention is moved towards t20 cricket i would say not only ipl as you said every series has a t20 not matches 3 5 there are 10 t20s in a indian home 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 summer is itself so it's little uh, make sit the schedule even more so i think that's where it, a tournament like challengers series fell off fell off the uh, i think attention is the right word completely because there are enough games in played and there are people who say that uh, players are played in ipl or they are part of the squad ipl or some players are not played a game of ipl but you are part of a squad you are trained with uh, the best in the world so i think it's fine but i don't i don't think anything can replicate a uh, youngster coming up the ranks when he bowls to kohli or when he bowls to rohit sharma now than actually just being part of a rcb dugout or a mumbai indians dugout so you need to look at why the challenger series was was conducted in the first place it was to spot 36 of the best players in the country so 36 will include the current 11 who are playing in the indian team but the, the remaining remaining are all the people as you call who are in the fray who are barging oh. or who are banging the doors of national selection so you need a tournament which includes 
the youngsters pitted up against the main people so you need players to have that exposure which is not happening which uh, the administrators are clearly looking at money and i think viability i guess i don't think it's viable anymore in my opinion challenger series that's what they feel so still sad because as i mentioned you had a person like saurav ganguly and even in a 2005 season for that matter zaid khan if you remember he was asked to go out because of injuries and poor form he went to ushashar took about 70 80 wickets in 16 games and then despite that performance correct chapel said i am not convinced with zaid khan fitness so he is like there is a challenger series coming up i'll be closely watching few people and one of them was zaid khan zaid khan did do well in that series and then we know that he came back to the indian team so it is a very important series you can't of course you're not going to get enough mileage or you know, uh i would say viewership in the comparative ipl so that is a no it is it's not worth even discussing i think which is going to get more more popularity but i am talking from a talent based point of view because you are uh, you are aware who is the 15 who is playing for india and maybe the next 15 but are you sure of the next 15 so th- that's where the series like challenges series comes into picture you know who is the next 15 because india b is assumed to be the uh, last or the seven eight people in the lower rung of the 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 chain but you have seen many times in the history of challenger uh, series where players playing for india b or india red they are actually outshone the so called main stars like uh, classic example is srishan balaji chavla all of them have played for india india red which is supposed to be india b which got changed into so which is a if you look at it they rose above their thing playing against sachin david ganguly so it is a it is a big tournament for somebody you think and even for a selectors point of view i don't think they have now sadly as as we are already discussed earlier in the earlier podcast earlier episode sorry of our podcast where they look at the performance of only to select players for indian team i don't know i'm a bit split on that i would definitely want the series to be brought back it's already in a very shortened format it's only one week so what are you going to lose i'm not sure why they stopped it but uh, just to make it more viable the last season where you mentioned where pujara was actually i i didn't know that he could uh, actually bring about a attacking nature to his game so where he hit the 158 so that season they changed the format they bought in the 2012 ranji trophy winners delhi and they asked them to play against india a and india b so you could clearly see that players were part of the indian team the 15 16 players they were not keen to play in a 
one big tournament which is not going to get too many views they would rather i think if you ask me they wanted to take that one week off in in between uh, international commitments so instead of playing against uh, india b in uh, mt mt chapak or mt mt bangalore stadium you can just take rest i think the mentality of players also changed so uh, it's a, it's pretty sad because the 2013 season had some big names in it you had a kohli captain in delhi you had sevak playing you had even gambhir <laughs> ishan sharma was part of delhi unmukhsan who at that time was considered the next virat kohli i think if i'm not wrong also part of the yeah. delhi team so you had some prominent players but if you look at the india a india b team it was predominantly filled with players who done well in the ranji trophy season in 2012 so it was not exactly serving the purpose so you're just filling up one week time sort of things so i think that's why it led to the downfall of this tournament where players are not interested so at the at the end of the day over important this series is players are not seeing it as a a uh, feasible opportunity to play in this tournament it's going to follow and sadly that's the truth with this this series as well so it's no no longer active and i don't frankly i don't think it's going to be it's going to come back anytime soon as well so this is a bit sad yeah rightly said raghav so um, to add to the fact that uh, you really don't think it might come again i would actually want to say that it has completely gone off the radar of thought of even the bcci or even the indian senior cricketers these days uh, fundamentally because of the reasons which you have brought in uh, the ipl and the said mushtaq ali and all of that uh, raghav it has been uh, brilliant uh, having this part uh, it was uh, it was a result of good amount of extremely interesting research i would say that uh, Yeah. Uh, we to to get uh, the amount of information uh, i am really looking forward to our ne- next podcast also to probably elaborate on other few interesting in- instances in many forgotten series like probably you had mentioned about uh, krunal pandya and uh, surya kumar yadav being the stalwarts in the sayed mushtaq ali trophy probably that might even make uh, the food for thought for another podcast by itself altogether but uh, yes. for the time being it's a wrap uh, this is your host suraj and uh, rakam it was great uh, having this conversation with you thank you so much yeah thank you thank you for taking me back in time to this part to this it was nice yeah thanks <laughs>